0: So the other day I was on a call with a client. Um, he came to the office hours that I run for um, my book, Writing Clients. And the question that he came with was about the the breadth and the depth of his book. And just to give you a little bit more context, um, he is a personal development coach. And he had been wanting to write a book for a while and... When we finally, when he finally did, and um, basically the reason he hadn't uh, written this book before was that he was looking for a process, was looking for, for help, and uh, um, he hadn't found that. But then we started working together. So what I did is I provided him with a framework. I provided him with the, with the questions and the accountability. So he started writing the book and started off really, really well. Um, in a matter of weeks, he was 15,000 words in. But then that's when he told me, you know, if I keep at this pace, um, it's going to be a really long book. And I, I did the calculation. And yeah, if he kept at that pace, it would be at 130,000 words, which is a lot for a nonfiction book, especially in personal development. So he asked me about it what, what should I do? And um, this actually made me think of, you know, the reason why people ask me all the time, uh, should I blog first? Should I do all these things? Well, what should I do? Should I write the book right away? Um, And um, the the answer that I give is it it doesn't matter as long as you're clear on your your ideas and what I call your content library. And this is the truth, right? You're more than a book. You have more than a book. You have a content library if you look at it this way. And uh, the way to look at it, and this is what I advised, this is what I I taught my client on that call. I I said, look at the table of contents for your book. This is the tree of knowledge that you are um, addressing in your book. But there could be more. Uh, We've just chosen to address these things in your book. Now, this book might turn out to be a lot longer. We can turn it into different books because there are different sections in this book. If we want shorter books, we can do that. Um, now, the other thing is you might find things that you want to write about, but it's just too much for the book. It's You, you, you can't necessarily go into that level of detail. So... Um, so what I did is I, I, I told my client, look, this is the tree of knowledge. This is the things that you're writing about. Um, you can use and reuse this. You can repurpose, you can create more content. Um, you can write blogs, you can write articles, you can do all these things, but this is where it starts. And your book really is only the beginning. And this is the beginning of a writing practice. And this is the beginning of a content library. You're more than a book, you're a content library. Because if you look at your tree of knowledge, there is a lot. And the other thing is that um, you're going to reach more people with more with more content in more places. And um, you see, the, the worst thing that can happen with that approach is that some readers, aka your, your diehards, uh, they see your content in multiple places because they follow you everywhere. But that's okay because repetition increases retention, repetition increases retention. And so the most important ideas, which are the one you're going to repurpose the most, um, they're going to sink in and be remembered a lot more by your readers, by your audience. So that's a really good thing. So think about your knowledge and your ideas as a, as a tree, as a structure and think about your book as the beginning, not the end. It's the beginning of a beautiful web of knowledge and it's a beautiful beginning of a writing practice. Hey everybody, it's Leon. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please leave us a review, share this podcast and I will talk to you in the next episode.